0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Lord bless you this great day. Our Heavenly Father, bless this day. Oh, God, be with us. Be with me as I share. May I share truth from your word. May it touch lives, not what I say, God, but the truth you have in your word. Jesus, speak to our hearts and our minds. I love you. I give you thanks for the great listeners of this station. I give you thanks for people of God who stand up for your truth. Bless them this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm going to talk a little bit about Colossians today, about the encouragement of people. Paul encouraged people. You know, we know that Colossians was written 60 or 61 A.D. by the Apostle Paul, and he was trying to encourage the church at Colossae. So they'd be well thought of. And so and they had some issues, kind of like most churches today. Most churches have some kind of issues. Life isn't perfect. I know I've been pastoring the same church for thirty-three years. Life isn't perfect. I don't always agree with everyone. Everyone doesn't always agree with me. And now and again people get their feelings hurt. Now and again I get my feelings hurt just because of things people say and, and we we just kind of live in that world. But you know what? I think that we really need to find out what God has for us. And we need to find out what the body of what God has for us. You know, in in life, when you go to big dinners and stuff, they always have these, they call them hors d'oeuvres or appetizers. You know, and so they have all these appetizer d'oeuvres that people can have and it's kind of fun cuz some of them are really they're really creative. They go they make all these little cr- things with crackers on them sometimes it has some kind of fishy stuff on it, sometimes other kind of meat, sometimes some vegetable spread. I personally like uh like jalapeno cream cheese, you know, you get jalapeno cream cheese on a bagel or on a baguette or whatever it is. I like that kind of thing and sometimes a vegetable spread and I have a friend of mine that makes this pickle dip that's just so incredible. But it, it kind of whets your appetite for what's to come. It prepares you for what's to come. Most, all banquets have appetizers, you know. It's kind of interesting. Now, the caviar, the caviar, the fish eggs, that's not something that I really like a lot. But you're going to be surprised because when I tell you what the appetizer I made for a, a situation, you're going to think, and you don't like caviar, and you like that. I tried to be creative one time. And I made this appetizer. I took toothpicks and I put a a little chunk of pineapple and then a smoked oyster and a black olive on it. And then you eat it all together. You pull it off and eat it all together. Oh, it's delicious. And and people thought it was pretty unique, those that ate it. The oyster kind of scared some people away. But the appetizer sets up what's to come. See, Paul wanted to be encouraging to the people at Colossae And I think he was right on for the church then and for the church today. We need to be encouraged. More than ever, we need to be encouraged. Encouraged to live for Jesus all the time. And there's that word again, all the time. Encouraged to deepen our faith. Encouraged to put our faith into practice. This next year, we are concentrating in my church about deepening our faith. We are laying out seminars, and we have these different things to help uh, deepen faith. I'm bringing a a guy in in January. He's doing a three-day thing on deepen our faith. I'm bringing another guy in in May. And then my associate pastor, Max, who's a phenomenal teacher, is doing a monthly Sunday after 1230 to 130 or two deepen your faith series to try to strengthen us as people. The only thing is people have to say, yes, I want to be a part of that. You know, a lot of people don't want to take the time because they have everyday life, and the things of God are secondary, unfortunately, and we need to get deep in our faith. The reason why so many things uh, do not happen in people's lives, folks, I'll tell you very simply, it's a lack of faith. It's a lack of faith. Do you know that if we really grasp onto faith and believing that God will do what he says he will do, incredible things would happen? We would see healings of major situations We would see lives totally transformed. See, Paul wanted to encourage the Colossian people to really understand the message of Jesus Christ and to put it into practice. See, there's one thing about understanding. There's one thing about knowing God. But, folks, we've got to put it into practice. Paul wanted people to be united in love. You know, I... I just think sometimes that uh, we don't have the joy that we need to have. I think there's an old hymn that says, joy unspeakable and full of glory. I think we ought to have such joy for God that people see Jesus in our lives in such a powerful way. They say, there's something different about you. Why are you so happy? I'm happy because I live for Jesus Christ, and I walk with him, and I know that he will lead me even through darker times. We've all had those times in our lives when you've experienced loss or you've had frustrations, but God is not forsaking you. To love with a pure heart, not expecting something in return. So many people, well, I did this, but nobody responded. It is interesting watching relationships. So many want something in return. We as God's people must learn to serve, and give, and not for reward, not for any reward. Listen to Paul as he speaks to the book, uh, to the people at Colossae, in Colossians chapter two, verses one through five. He says, "I want you to know how hard I am contending for you, and for those at Laodicea, and for all who have not met me personally." See, Paul hadn't met most of these people personally. Just hearing the Word of God, just like we haven't met Paul personally. We haven't met other leaders personally. But he's contending for truth. And he goes on to say, My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. What? Yes, yes. All treasures of wisdom and knowledge are coming through Jesus Christ. I tell you this so that no one may be deceived by fine-sounding arguments. Because, yes, you're going to have people try to argue against the Word of God, argue against you, argue against your thoughts, argue against what you think is right. Then he says, for though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith is in Christ Jesus. I hope that's what he says that about us how disciplined you are, how solid your faith is in Jesus. Paul says in this passage that his purpose was for people to be encouraged and united in love so they could really understand what Christ is all about. God is love for those that know God and love God. They understand that. He was all about love. He loved people unconditionally, people that are hard to love. And, you know, there's people in your life that's hard to love. Maybe it's in your household. Maybe it's in your neighborhood. Maybe it's with extended relatives that you really have a hard time loving them because of their personality. But Jesus loved people unconditionally. He encouraged people. He touched lives. He touched them physically, emotionally, and especially spiritually. I believe that we must know our sense of purpose. Where are we going in life? What is our life about? Sometimes we just don't know what we're doing, kind of like a a story that I read recently, and I shared this on the radio maybe ten eleven years ago, but I'm going to share it again cause I don't probably most of you haven't been listening that long. There was a truck driver who was hauling a load of a hundred penguins to the zoo. Unfortunately, his truck broke down. He eventually waved down another truck and was passing by, and he offered the driver five hundred dollars if he would take the penguins to the zoo the next day. The first truck driver got his truck fixed and drove into town. And he couldn't believe his eyes. Just ahead of him, he saw the second truck driver who had stopped to help him crossing the road with a hundred penguins following right behind him in single file. He, He jumped out of his truck and he ran to the guy and said, Hey, what's going on? I gave you $500 to take these penguins to the zoo. To which the man responded, I did take them to the zoo, but I had enough money left over, so now I'm taking them to the movies. Okay, I think that's pretty funny. Obviously that didn't man didn't fully understand what he was supposed to do. So we ask ourselves this question Do we know what our purpose is? Do we know what our purpose is? In Colossians we find out a little more about purpose. The purpose is this to continue to walk in Jesus' paths. In fact, chapter two, verse six he says, So then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him. Okay, I think it's fair to say most people listening today, maybe on this station, have received Jesus Christ as Lord. You believe that Jesus went to the cross for your sins and that he rose again, and he gives you eternal life to all those who walk with him. I think many of you listening today believe that. If you don't, I pray you do. I pray you believe that and say, God, today I believe. Today I'm going to walk with you. The note here to the Colossians is to continue to live in him. Of course, he says that because he had most likely caught wind that some people were not living in him. They knew the truth, but the truth had not set them free. Folks, we need the truth of Jesus to set us free. In our lives, we need to be real. We need to take a close look at who we are in Jesus Christ and to see the paths we're going. What path are you heading down? We must continue to live in him, allowing him to guide our steps, to give us discernment in our decisions, to help us recognize the incredible power He offers each of us who will step out in faith and believe what He says. Folks, we need to be rooted in the things of God. As Colossians 2.7 says, Be rooted and build up, strengthened in your faith that you are taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Being rooted in faith. The Greek word rooted is rizo, meaning to be firmly planted we need to be firmly planted in our faith by believing by believing that we're in touch with almighty God and learning from his word and growing in him. If you're a business owner, you want to have employees that believe in your business. They're firmly planted in your system. There's nothing worse than having somebody work for you that doesn't believe in what you do. And you know that, and they probably still don't. My very close friend uh, um, is the president of seven of the local Papa Murphy's in town. He goes to our, our church, and I'm telling you something. He really believes in teaching his people to believe, believe in, in, in Papa Murphy's, believe in his business. And, you know, and he sells them on that, and he has great workers. But, folks, we got to believe in what God has for us. He wants us to be rooted in him. He wants not, us not to give in to compromise, but to trust him. Well, folks, I'm going to continue this tomorrow. I hope you'll join me, and I pray that you'll be rooted in the things of God. May God richly bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road,